time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for joining us on the Retirement Roadmap today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, the registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find them online at greensbororetirement.com. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about all these elephants that are in the room. We've all heard that expression, of course, before. There's an elephant in the room, something we should be addressing, but we just kind of pretend it, it doesn't exist. No one really wants to talk about it, even though it's hanging out in the room. And it turns out in the financial world, there's a lot of elephants in that room. It can get pretty crowded with all the things that people don't like talking about or uh, that they don't like addressing in their plan. So I want to talk about how in retirement planning, you need a good plan to address these different elephants that we're going to identify and you know don't let them not catch you paying attention we know elephants never forget so we've got to make sure that you know they don't uh, they, these things don't come back to bite us glenn and so that's what we're going to be covering on the podcast today so first elephant in the room would be the possibility of outliving your money that's something that has to be addressed in a plan, but for some reason, a lot of people just don't really have a good plan to address that situation. Well, you're right, Walter, and a very real uh, thing to be thinking about. You know, I mean, we obviously know that life expectancy is, you know, much longer than it, than it was in, in generations gone by, and you know, it, it seems like every time we see you know new uh, mortality tables come out, it's like folks are living longer. So we have to think in terms of how do we make sure that our money lasts? And sometimes folks, you know, give themselves a little bit of a uh, false sense of, uh, you know, hey, I, you know, if I just take out this much, you know, it's going to last. And, you know, if I average this rate of return, then, then, then I'm going to be okay. And, and one of the challenges that comes into play, Walter, is, is that if you've got accounts that have the ability to go up and down, and you know you end up having to take out distributions you're in a totally different world than what you were when you were when saving and you know and and, and looking forward to retirement you know when when you're putting money in and the markets go down or the account values go down or prices go down you have the opportunity to buy more shares at lower prices but when you're in you know retirement and you're in the distribution mode and you're taking money out well, all of a sudden what happens is, is you know, you, you have to start taking those distributions. You know, and maybe it's because you've planned to start taking them out at a certain point, or maybe it's just that you've reached 70 and a half and the government says, hey, it's time you have to start taking them out. And if you have to start taking distributions throughout, no matter what the market's doing, whether it's up, down or sideways, you know, what ends up happening is, is if we have a significant correction, or, or I shouldn't say if, I say when we have significant corrections and you have to take money out, well, now you actually have like what we would call reverse dollar cost averaging, where you're having to sell more shares at lower prices. And boy, you know, I mean, it, it's like a double-edged sword. And now suddenly, you know, it, your average rate of return is not anywhere near as important because, you know, you, you've, you've had to take money out while the account was down. And, you know, you do that over several years while it's down down and trying to recover and you know now you've depleted a whole lot more of your of your money and so we have this uh, a, a different uh, set of risks that we call sequence of returns risk and it matters when the market goes up and when the market goes down as you know in relation to your your distributions and how you're taking the money out and that's something that you know is it's a it's a very you know deep subject and there's a lot to it and that's something that I always encourage folks let's let's take a look at that when we kind of do a discovery and we're doing income planning is to see what you, what your plans are now and whether or not that they're, that they're built to last or whether you might get disappointed. 
That's that uh, possibility of outliving your money, a conversation that needs to be addressed, needs to be talked about. Don't let it be one of those elephants in the room. I think another one, Glenn, and it's just because it's so far off in the distance, at least that's how it feels from it it really impacting our lives. It's hard to wrap your head around something that you're not really going to see the impact until 20 or 30 years from now. But the relentless creep of inflation is an elephant in the room that a lot of people don't address with their plans. You're right, Walter. I mean, I, I think it was Ronald Reagan that said, you know, this is one of those silent taxes, right? I mean, it's just constantly there and it always just erodes your buying power. And, you know, it, it and, you know, there's very few if you have a pension, most pensions don't have a, a cost of living, you know, factor where you know, it's normally if you get a pension, it's going to be locked in for the rest of your life. And, you know, 20 to 30 years in retirement, you know, those dollars, you know, they're, they're not going to last as long. You know, now Social Security has a cost of living increases. But, you know, I think most people who are on Social Security will tell you that, you know, really don't get as much as what inflation really is. And one of the main reasons that is, is because of, uh, you know, what ends up happening is, is that you, you maybe get a bump in your in your uh, social security check, but the, at the same token, you end up having your Medicare uh, premiums go up and it takes away a good portion of, of that increase. So you really have to start thinking, you know, do you have ways to have increasing income in retirement? And a lot of folks don't plan for that. And that's definitely an elephant in the room because, you know, we know that, you know, the, you, the money is, is worth more today than it's ever going to be. And, you know, but just because of inflation and future taxation, you know, over time, you know, your money is going to erode and, you know, you have to you have to grow it to a certain extent. And you certainly want to have the opportunity to grow future income if you, you know, if you can. And certainly there's opportunities to do that if you're really working with a planner who understands income planning. Yeah, I think that's huge. Any planner worth the salt is not going to be overlooking inflation. That's not going to be an elephant in the room when it comes to your plan. But a lot of people who try to do this thing on their own, they're just kind of looking at the here and now of the planning process. And you're not really paying attention to inflation in the here and now. So that's something to keep in mind as well. If we're talking about elephants in the room, I think we would have to also talk about interest rates and the fact that they are very unpredictable, Glenn. We know we're at you know, still relatively historic lows, but they've started to tick up a little bit here and there. And But we don't know if they're going to kind of stay low for a long time, if they're going to tick up pretty quickly over the next couple of years, and we'll be back to having 15% mortgage rates at some point in time. How do you, just like inflation is kind of hard to plan for because of its longevity in terms of its impact, what about the unpredictability of interest rates? Well, you're right, Walter, and interest rates are, are a key element a lot of times with retirement planning in terms of some of the vehicles you might use to uh, to position your money to. And, you know, we, we need to think in terms of, you know, well, okay, what does it mean if interest rates rise or interest rates fall? And what is the relationship to that to different types of investments and different types of, uh, you know, vehicles where, where you put your money? Obviously, if you have a CD or you have money in the bank and you have interest rates rising, well, that's always a good thing because everybody likes to, you know, to be able to earn a little bit more on their safe money that's sitting in the bank. It's been a long time since, you know, we really had the ability to, you know, to put any money in the bank and, and get a decent, you know, interest rate on it. And, you know, maybe that'll be coming in, you know, in the, in the future here. We don't, we don't know for sure. Uh, certainly, we're, it looks as if we're going to be in an, a rising interest rate environment, but so far it's, it's been relatively contained. One of the things that I think people need to think about, though, is, is when they think about um, you know interest rates and and bond type investments and bond type portfolios, you know in general you have to realize that there's an inverse relationship with the direction of rates and the and the prices that uh, that the investments are priced at. And and what I mean by that is is that 
I mean, you think about it, Walter, if you had to buy a bond and you, and you had a bond that was paying 4% and interest rates fall down to 3 you know, you, you say, well, what, what does that mean to the value of your, of your investment? Well, I mean, if interest rates fell, that means the average investor that's going out into the marketplace, you know, can only get that same bond, you know, for, for 3%, and they, they, that's all the yield that they would get. But yours is getting four. So if you were to go out and sell yours in the marketplace, yours is worth more because it's, it's paying more. By the same token, if interest rates go the other way, and yours is paying four, and now all of a sudden you know, the, the rates go to five, and you have to sell it, well, now we've got a different situation. You know, yours is paying four, and they can they can find five in the marketplace. So now you've got to discount yours just so that you can you know you can liquidate it and you know and and give the investor that's coming into the marketplace the same as what they would get anywhere else. So you, we've got to be aware of of how interest rates move and and what uh, what happens to you know to what your holdings are going to do. In, the, in those environments. And that's something that a lot of people just don't realize. They think, well, this particular type of investment is, you know, is quote unquote safe. Well, I mean, the reality is if it's in the markets, there's, you know, volatility and there's variations in the values. And so that you always have to realize, I mean, there's risk in virtually everything. There is risk in everything. And since you mentioned risk and it being in everything, Glenn, I'll throw another elephant into the room. It is getting crowded in here if we don't start talking about these things. So we got to be sure careful, is, right? Huh? The volatility of the stock market. Talk about something unpredictable and uh, hard to estimate, hard to gauge, hard to track, hard to predict. That's going to be volatility in the stock market, other than the fact that we know that it's going to exist. Right. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, that kind of comes with the territory, doesn't it? You know, markets go up and markets go down. And, you know, you've got to be you know, aware of that. And I know everybody is. It's a different situation, though, when you're in retirement, because you're actually you're having to draw from the money that you've saved for retirement. And that's an entirely different dynamic than when you're when you're saving for retirement. And we've talked about that a lot, but it's really it's really important. You know, you've got to be you got to be careful. You know, it's, it's a situation where, you know, it can be very, very dangerous to chase returns. And it's like you're only looking at, well, how much rate of return did I make this year and how much did I make next year? You know, and, you know, obviously everybody likes to see their accounts grow, but, you know, when you're taking money out and then all of a sudden, eventually the, the markets, you know, go through a correction, sometimes, you know, a significant correction, very deep, like we had in 2000 or in 2007 and eight. Well, you know, that type of scenario, it takes place and it's like, you know, all of a sudden you're not really worried about rate of return or, you know, return on your money. You're, you're really more worried about return of your money. And so, you know, that's something that's an element that we have to factor in when we're in retirement. Certainly, we, we want to have return on our investments, but we also want to make sure that, you know, when it's time to draw money out, at least the money that we have designated for income, you know, over the, over the next period of time, that money should not really be subject to a lot of volatility or you, you're going to put yourself in a scenario where we're, we're, we're revisiting that elephant in the room that we talked about at first when we we're talking about the possibility of outliving your money. You really have to understand volatility and be working with an advisor who understands how volatility can predict or can impact rather, you know, what can happen to your resources and how long your money can last. So a quick recap, the elephants in the room that need to be discussed and addressed in your retirement plan, the possibility of outliving your money, the relentless creep of inflation, the unpredictability of interest rates and the volatility of the stock market. One last one, Glenn, would be the threat 
of rising taxes. It's in the same vein as inflation and interest rates and stock market and the fact that it's a little bit of unpredictability factor in there. But we do think taxes at some point are going to go up, maybe not in the short term based on recent news, but in the long term, it does seem like that's an inevitability at this point. And that's going to have a major impact on the retirement plans of many, many people. Well, I mean, Walter, I mean, I, like you say, I mean, there's no there's no way to have a crystal ball on that. Obviously, in the here in the recent news, like you say, I mean, we've had, you know, some you know, tax changes in the in the laws and whatnot. And and so, you know, some of the rates have come down and, and, and for apparently, you know, as, as we look at we look at a lot of different scenarios, you know, some folks are gonna be okay with that. Some people are gonna, you know, you know, save a little bit of money, some people are gonna pay a little bit more. It kind of depends on on your particular situation. But what we do know when we look at the history of tax rates, when we go all the way back to, you know, to the you know to the beginning of income taxes, back to, you know, that when they changed they literally had to change the constitution with an amendment and that was back in 1913 and when we look at the history through time you know even though everybody feels like they they are paying too much in taxes i, I can't find anybody that feels like hey it's just about right or or that type of thing I mean, everybody feels like they're paying too much but the reality is is that we when we look at what the historical tax rates and what the norms are you know we're we're down there at, at the at near lows and you know in historical in, in historical ways of measuring and so we start looking forward and we think, okay, well, what kind of resources do we have? What accounts do we have? Are they pre-tax dollars? Do we have Roth accounts? Do we have after-tax, you know, investments? So all of that's going to play into what are you doing with your money and, you know, and, and what are you going to draw out? What are you going to pass on to your kids or grandkids? And, you know, you, you want to manage the taxes not only for today, but also for the future. And you, the, the, one of the last things you want to do is pass on a, a tax bomb to your kids or grandkids and end up having Uncle Sam be, you know, one of the biggest beneficiaries. You know, you really have to think in terms of and try to anticipate, you know, where our tax rates going to go. And we don't know for sure exactly when and how they're going to move. Obviously, now they're they're pretty darn low in historical in the historical terms. So it probably makes some sense to do some tax planning and possibly take advantage of these low rates while you know while we can. And you know, and if they ultimately don't go up when we think they're going to go up, at the same time, the taxes are going to have to be paid at some point. And it's it's never a bad thing to take advantage of something when you know that you, that you know that you have you have things kind of on sale. And and that kind of that kind of sounds like a weird thing that taxes are on sale. But if you go back, like I say, you you, you go back in like to the 1940s and 50s. I mean, the, the top marginal rate was you know is as much as 90 percent. You know, and and now it's significantly lower than that. And so we need to be aware of where they are and 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 uh, how to plan for that. And if and if you don't know and you're not familiar with that, it's probably something that you really need to be talking to your advisor about. Or if they, if they're, you know, some of the some of the advisors out there will tell you, well, we can't discuss, you know, taxes, and I can't give you tax advice. But you know, when we when we start doing holistic planning, that's a that's a big part of what we do. So it's something that maybe there should be a conversation around that, rather than just thinking about preparing your taxes, also thinking about planning for your taxes and planning for your taxes in the future and, and how you can take advantage in, of the tax code as it is. Well, if you do need that kind of assistance, if you don't have a plan that addresses these elephants in the room, outliving your money, the creep of inflation, interest rate volatility, as well as the stock market's ups and downs and that threat of rising taxes, if you haven't run any simulations to see what things would look like in those scenarios, in those cases, if they were to impact your portfolio, 
portfolio down the line. It's probably worth a conversation with somebody like Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting. He's the founder and president there, of course. Here in Greensboro, you can find him online at greensbororetirement.com. I suppose you don't have to be in Greensboro to actually access the website. Greensbororetirement.com, again, is that place to go. The office is in Greensboro at Mears Chapel Road. And you can also call Glenn at 336-291-3535. Great way to get in touch. 336-291-3535, your other way to have a conversation and talk about some of these items. All right, Glenn, we've talked about all the elephants in the room. We've gotten them out of here now since we've talked about them so we can breathe a little bit easier now. It's not as crowded as it was when we started. Feel good? That sounds great, Walter. Let's let's hope let's hope we can help folks with with their elephants in their room. Yeah, now we got to go yeah. buy furniture. We got all this extra space, so we'll uh, we'll talk we'll talk about that on the next podcast. How about that? No, I'm just kidding. On the uh, on the next podcast, we're going to talk about what it looks like to get real about your financial plan. Some people think they're not prepared for retirement, and then they get pleasantly surprised after meeting with an advisor like Glenn. Other folks are in the opposite end of the spectrum. In fact, they really need a reality check when it comes to retirement. They think they're well-prepared. It turns out that they're not. We'll give you some great examples of where we've seen that. That'll be next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with Glenn Nosseller. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah.